Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. I'll never forget many years ago, I was sitting in the office of a successful business owner in an area of work that I was highly interested in working. I had a degree, a two-year degree at that moment. I was heading into my junior year of college, and I wanted to finish college with a horticultural degree, an emphasis in landscape architect. And I'm in Hayes, Kansas. I'd had my two-year associate's degree under my belt, and I was working for Myron Lessman part-time while I was going to college as a basically a maintenance person. I was maintaining the uh, landscaping part of their business that they already had going and also doing getting a little bit involved in uh, new landscape. So it was right in the area that I was interested in and I was also working financial services part-time, had been for a couple of years, was really struggling with it. Uh, I was at the point where I was making uh, a sale, one or two sales a month on average, probably even less than that, the months that I worked. So I was probably only making about six to eight sales a year my first couple of years in financial services. And it was hardly any type of income to live off of. And that's why, of course, I was working part-time jobs uh, trying to get by and going to college. Well, Myron told me at the end of the fall season, you go into winter break in, in Kansas, central Kansas, and come back in the, the spring, and I, I think you might be able to get the job of running this, running this division. And I think at the time I was probably 21 or two, probably 22 years old, I guess. Yeah, it was March of 1987. So I was 21 years old, almost 22. And, you know, I, I sat down with Myron in the spring of, of that year. And um, I interviewed with him. And he said, come back next week and I'll let you know who's going to win. You know, basically, that's how I saw it. Who's going to win the opportunity to run that division? Uh, so... I came back a week later, and the words out of his mouth are words that I never forgot. And those words were this. Matt, I want, I want you to come on board with this. You'll basically maintain the same position as you had last year. I'll give you a 50 cent an hour raise. However, that position to run the maintenance side of it, I'll be giving to somebody else. And I was shocked. And then he told me the name of that somebody else. And I, and I said to him, I said, Myron, you know, I mean, I'm a much harder worker than him. You know that. You know my production is better than him. You know that. And he said, I do know that. And I do want you to come back and work for us. However, in that role, I need somebody who has the ability to sell. And Matt, you simply do not have salesmanship or sales skills. And I will never forget those words. At that moment, I was upset. 
I stood up and I shook Myron's hand and I said, well, good luck to you, Myron, uh, but I won't be back. And I walked out. And I, and I thought to myself as I was going out to my car, how, how dare he say that to somebody who is in sales and I pride myself on my ability to sell, how dare he say such a thing to me? And that afternoon I went back to my place and I had a a lot of opportunity to think heavily about it because now I had no part-time job. I had low self-esteem because somebody had just told me that I wasn't any good at something for which I thought I was. And what am I going to do uh, to make enough money to be able to get my rent paid because my financial services business, which I was continuing to make all the excuses of living in a new town, uh, young, didn't have probably what it took to be able to, you know, do what it what I needed to do to be able to make it in sales and financial services. And that later that afternoon, I got a phone call from one of my, uh, I call him a sales manager, working part-time for financial services business. Jim called me and he said, Matt, there's a special training in Kansas City coming up at the end of next month, and I'd like you to come out to this. Uh, and, and if you'd like... Um, when you come out, you know, I'll make sure I introduce you to, you know, the people that are involved. Uh, there's a gentleman from California that's coming, and he's got a lot of sales experience. And so I'd like you to put it on your schedule and come out for this. Well, at that point, I wasn't really interested. I didn't, I, I knew the value of going and getting trained. I knew the value of having uh, somebody else share their thoughts and ideas. But I didn't really understand the value of what this person could do for me. And so the days went by, weeks went by. I took a couple other menial jobs. I was working at a convenience store and doing some stuff for a janitorial service. And I just hated it. Uh, but the and it's kept burning inside of me you know you need to get out here you need to get out here and so I was going to go from Hayes Kansas to Kansas City Missouri uh, probably about a three hour drive and spend a weekend get trained by some individual that I didn't know and it kept going on kept going on and finally one day I I took the days I took the time off that I needed and I called Jim and I said I'll be there I showed up at this event, and what happened was I learned for the first time in my life the idea and the concept of sales. And I didn't really get and understand sales prior to this because I always thought that sales was just the ability to tell people about what you have to offer. I didn't understand engagement. I didn't understand uh, closing techniques and closing ideas and the fact that I had to look deep inside and realize that I was nothing more than a unpaid consultant because 
I would consult people on what they needed and why they needed it and why they should do do business with me, etc., etc. But I never ever ask for their business, and I never learned how to look for signals and how to understand when somebody was going my way, or how to understand more importantly when somebody was not going my way and why they weren't going my way and how to engage with people and how to listen to people and how to confirm when somebody was going my way and how to nudge them to yeses throughout the process. And I will tell you, I don't care what business you are in. As you listen to me right now, I want you to listen to this. The people who learn to sell, that learn to sell themselves, number one, prior to their product and their company, are the people who grow and build and succeed better than anybody else. So you have to learn sales. Uh, There's no question about it. Because here's what's going to happen by learning sales. And some of you are like, well, I'm in sales. And you're telling me I got to learn sales. Yeah, I don't care if you are in sales. You got to learn sales. And we're going to be talking about it through this process of learning sales. And I'm going to give you some first initial things here today to help you understand the power of sales. First of all, selling is a phenomenal uh, profession. And if you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or a small business owner or an independent contractor, you got to get good at selling you. Because before anybody will ever buy the product or service or, or company or whatever it is you're offering, before they do any of that, they're going to have to buy you. And the moment that you understand that, and that's got to come by connecting people through stories, through your own personal story. So I want you to start there. I want you to think about, uh, and I want you to jot this down. What are three things about your story that you think magnetizes people toward you? In other words, it gets people highly interested in you. Think about those, those three things. What are those three things that people like about you? That people are seem to be interested in you over? You know, is it your charisma? Is it your smile? Is it your ability to listen? Is it your ability to engage? Is it your ability to, um, you know your product very well? Uh, you, you know what uh, a person is looking for. I don't care. You, it's up to you to do this. Find out those three items that you feel you're really good at. And then what I want you to do on the flip side of this paper is I want you to write down three areas you think you need to work on. Three areas you think you need to work on based on maybe what other people have told you. Or based on really looking deep inside what you feel you need to work on. Once you jot those three things down. Because as you do this, the exercise is going to allow you to start pulling from the universe, yes. Your meditation, yes. Your prayer, yes. The ability to locate those 
people or those processes or those trainings or those events or those situations that are going to give you what you need to get better in those three areas. Look, it's no coincidence that Myron said you suck at sales. And just that afternoon, I got a phone call saying, I want you to come to this event. Because I'll tell you what happened at that event. It changed my life forever. I learned how to access the concept of selling, the concept of prospecting. And I did not learn it overnight. I learned a system that I could plug into. And that system that I could plug into, I plugged into and I listened. I took notes. I listened. I took notes. I accessed that information over and over and over through repetition. And do you know that within a year and a half of gaining this information, I was able to 10, I'm sorry, 5x my income within a year and a half. And within three years, I was able to 10x my income. And within a decade, I was able to 30x my income. And that I believe, had I never gone through this, I may have never, I may have thrown the towel in and never had that, that opportunity. Now, maybe something else would have come along. Maybe, maybe I would have gotten that warning signal again, paid attention, used my free will to move forward in that direction. I don't know. But I do know this. Learning the process of sales and incorporating the idea and understanding and going through all the sales 101 courses that I could, I encourage you, find whatever you can. Not just me. There's plenty of people that can teach you sales, how to get going in sales. Look, any bit of it's going to be good. It's better than where you are right now. And besides, take the stuff that works for you and use it. And the stuff that doesn't, toss it out. This is the process of learning because the more you learn, the more you earn. And you say, well, man, I don't have time. I'm so busy. I'm swamped. I don't have time to, to learn anymore. If you don't have time to learn anymore, then you're going to sink. That I can promise you. You must learn. You must stay on top of what's happening with the competition, with your product, but more importantly, with your own skill set and abilities so you can strengthen those and determine the areas that you're not proficient at, you're not doing very well at, and get better at those and work on those and find the solutions to be able to do that. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.